0: Well, DJ chimed in, and we appreciate everybody who listens, Fastlane, Ed Lane, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that the Raiders hiring Antonio Pierce, definitely the right move because of what he did to turn that franchise around uh and i actually think there's a lot of merit to that people remember of course when the gruden debacle happened and rich Pisaccia turned them around got them to the playoffs but yet they still thought they could upgrade with josh mcdaniels whoops that didn't happen uh in the meantime uh antonio pierce relieves mcdaniels and takes over and turns them around they didn't quite make the playoffs but they had a winning record and
1: and it was three and one in division
0: that's a great point because that's a very talented division they beat denver at the end of the year i thought they were going to lose that game are er, for me but they also went on the road and won at kansas city which they had not done uh, under a lot of the prior administrations they had uh and then on top of that you know they beat the chargers as we know in that game where they sent brandon staley packing as the interim coach uh the debacle there so uh, i agree with that i think it's the right move now Right move for the Brookville Bees. They have found their new head coach. I do not know if this is the right move or not. But somebody who is very well versed in the, in the news with this is WSET's Dave Walls. who's gracious enough to join us here in the fast lane. And Dave, a pleasure to speak with you. You've got the article up and I'm sure you'll have more over the weekend on ABC 13 WSET about Dr. Mark Leinberg, who is going to run it back three decades later as the head coach of the Brookville Bees, um, your impressions of the hire over at Brookville as he takes the place of John Meeks most recently?
1: You know, it's certainly a hire that I think caught some people off guard. As there were, I think, down to the last couple days, there were several other names that had been tossed out there, uh, all of whom had more recent coaching experience. But you know, Leinberg is someone who has you know tight ties in the Brookville community. Still, you know, he's still a well-known name after he left Brookville, went to administration for uh, several uh, area districts around here, including most recently at Halifax County. And uh, you know, that coaching bug never leaves you. And and this is a Probably one of the biggest signs of that. Um, now the question is, uh, how quickly does he shake off the rust, and what worked for him during that stretch of the mid nineties? Remember, he took him to a state title game in nineteen ninety six, and it was a painstaking seven nothing loss. But uh, they proved they can get the job done and make a deep run. Uh, something that Brookville has made the playoffs and made you know several good runs under John Meeks, but always kind of hit a wall maybe towards the end of the region finals. Uh, you know is is what uh, Mark Leinberg system enough to maybe overcome that hump and get him into the states, it remains to be seen because that's, a, that's an extremely tough seminal district that's seen Heritage, Glass, and LCA all kind of uh, up near the top and Jefferson Forest climbing, climbing the ranks back up to where they uh, have been in years past as well. So he's got his work cut out for them, but uh, they got their man, and uh, he's certainly someone who's uh, going to... It was very familiar with the community and uh, it, it's funny if you think about it a lot of the kids he probably coached may have kids now playing on his program once again so uh, almost a, a bit of a family reunion over there at Stinger stadium
0: it is and i'm sure there will be some of those ties we'll hear more about those storylines and heck even how the brookville bees shape up with their new head coach dr mark Leinberg, who was announced today as the new head coach of brookville three decades after being a, a guiding force to them in that deep playoff run as you mentioned Philosophically, we can get into the whole how they look in the similar district later because, uh, I mean, eventually we will start looking ahead to the high school football season once again. But, The philosophy of Brookville so often has been they have speed enough, and they've had it in plenty of years. Uh, As we know, some schools are maybe even more noted for that. Schools like Heritage and Glass come to mind. But there's also enough speed with a lot of toughness over at Brookville, kind of a Rustburg-JF mold when both of those programs are at their best. How much does Dr. Leinberg's philosophy, Coach Leinberg's philosophy, uh, align with what Brookville has so often been?
1: You know, uh, I think it aligns very well. Now, keep in mind, when he was uh, coaching in the mid-90s, I'm going to date myself, I was still playing college football, so I wasn't exactly here during that stretch. But from what I've, uh, I went back into our archives and looked at a lot of his his stuff, and uh, they ran a lot of triple option back then, really used that big muscle uh, line uh, to push you know, fullbacks and running backs through and gain big yardage on the ground. That was always a big key. And, you know, when you're matched up with teams like Jefferson Forrest and then LCA, these teams that have these big lines, these big powerful lines that can dictate the pace of play. I think you're looking at a system that fits in very well with what the opposition is doing right now. You know, if you're able to keep the opposition uh, off the field, as far as their offense, off the field for long stretches of time and wear out a defense with long, sustained drives, I think that uh, that gives you a, a definite advantage right now. So, uh, you know, the question is, can he get the players up and running, buying into a, a different style of system as to what Brookville has been doing in recent years? You know, he's got time to do that, and uh, I, I think it presents some very interesting matchups uh, this fall.
0: Dave Alls, WSET. That's the Twitter handle abc 13 WSET, of course also where you can find dave as he's with us in the fast lane tape, pivoting away from brookville to another Seminole district school um obviously you were there for both matchups between heritage and glass last week uh, this is the blanket question but it's got to be asked did you expect anything different than another close game this time last week it was 53 51 glass get the home victory
1: No. Honestly, I don't care if it's a 20-point game going into the fourth quarter. I mean, one team's up 20 or more points. This game always seems to come down to two minutes left, one-point tie ball game. I mean, even years and years ago again when i was in college i remember calling doing radio for a heritage and uc glass game and i think glass was up 30 points at the half and heritage found a way to come back and stun them late you know one of those days it's always that way between these two teams and give credit to glass you know heritage put it on them for three full quarters you know led by double digits over that stretch and dj best crew kept kept on putting pressure on, getting second-chance buckets, steals, and uh, hit the big shots when they needed to. You know, they got some good outside shooting and then uh, some strong post play as well. Uh, and then I think that's going to make the matchup at Heritage when they play again, I think in early February, just that much more interesting, you know, the end of the regular season, because uh, it's clear these two teams are very evenly matched up, and uh, it's one of those games where execution means everything. You can't rely on just talent to overwhelm someone, because, you know, the team on the other side's got it, too. So, Uh, exactly what I expected, and I would expect nothing less the next time they match up.
0: Dave Walls, WSET, that's the Twitter handle, and of course it's because he's on WSET, ABC 13, and thankfully with us here in the fast lane. Dave, you were also over over at our favorite spot. To some, it's known as L.A., not Los Angeles, but Liberty Arena. To us, L.A. is known as... Go home to Bel Air! Yes, that is right, the swanky (laughs) part. And we do use that Fresh Prince of Bel Air soundbite. First of all, as a Philly guy, I know you'll appreciate that, right?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. Anytime you you get the Fresh Prince of Philly in there, it's a good Friday.
0: Well, it is a good Friday, but we must confirm that Jazz's suspicions are not true. Man, you loaded! That is not true because we're both in this racket known as the media. However, the Liberty Flames, they finally get a victory in Conference USA. You framed it well, Dave Walls, WSET on Twitter. That's the first in program history. Is that part bigger because it's a milestone for Liberty or is it more big for them because they started off 0-3 in conference play and Richie McKay kept pleading with, I think, fans and a lot of folks around the program that things would eventually turn. And now, as the phrase has become popularized, there's proof of concept.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Richard McKay has been consistent since day one in his messaging that like the Flames, they may hit some bumps here and there, but the team can't get too high, can't get too low. Believe in yourself and just keep putting in the work. You know, uh, it's it's one thing for everybody to be praising you when you're winning, but then you know you have to be able to take the criticisms when the losses happen. And this team, this team has stayed uh, even keeled. You know, they had remember that Louisiana Tech game was a heartbreaker, and then to come back out and have the confidence to go out there and continue to shoot the three-point shots, even when they haven't been falling. Hit 16 of them last night, which I think is absolutely crucial when you're playing a team like FIU that had a definitive size advantage with Javante Hawkins inside. Uh, and then the FIU it was so uh, dedicated to their full-court press as well, where they uh, they forced Liberty to ad-lib a little bit on the fly, and they executed very, very crisply. You, know, you go back and look at the video, just how many uh, b- breakaway back... Baskets they had, you know, two, three passes to get out of the backcourt, and yet they're still able to hit an open man who could draw and add one under the bucket. Complete team effort last night, and it's that kind of win that gives fans a little bit of a more energy if you will I think the team has had that energy but now that the, uh, I'm hoping when they play Sam Houston tomorrow night first play Sam Houston you know the fans start to uh, build back that confidence come out and support them a little bit more because certainly this team has the confidence that they can beat anybody in this conference when they're shooting the ball well and uh, they seem to have finally broken the, that uh, the cold streak last night and uh, now you got to see if they can uh, keep going into tomorrow
0: We will see that it will be taking place against Sam Houston State, 7 p.m. tip tomorrow, over at our favorite spot. Meanwhile, we're home through with WSET's Dave Walls. Dave, thank you for your time today in the fast lane. We greatly appreciate it, and we wish you warmth over this cold weekend.
1: I doubt I'll find the warmth, but I'll do what I can. You as well. Have a great one.
0: Indeed. Dave Walls stepping into the fast lane. When we return, we pivot from Liberty basketball to the ACC with... Analyst Joel Berry II of the ACC Network slated to join us next here in the Fast Lane on the CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg app.